This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible Live. So many of us are returning to work. It's January. We've had some time off and we're starting to think about how we plan our year. How do we make sure that we hit those targets? How do we make sure that we have the successful year that we want? And there's a number of ways that you can go about doing this. And over the Christmas period, I was introduced to two books and two concepts that I really want to share with you because they have altered how I'm going to be approaching what I do throughout 2021. So first of all, why is it important to plan? Why is it important to think about where you're going? Well, the truth of the matter is, if you don't plan, things do not happen. If you don't set yourself targets, you cannot reach them. You will not reach them because we get so caught up. It's very easy as entrepreneurs to get caught up in that day-to-day busyness. So when you set yourself some firm KPIs, some key performance indicators of what's working, what your targets are, what the actions required are, what you need to delegate to your team, and you set some firm deadlines and boundaries around that, you are much more likely to achieve them. Now, we're not aiming here for perfection. We're not aiming for, let's say you've set yourself a habit or an action that you know will take you to where you want to go. We're not aiming for 100% because that is where burnout lies. That is where feeling that you're not good enough. But if you set yourself some some stretch targets and you are 85 to 90% consistent in your actions and attitudes towards getting that, then you are going to start to see results happening. Now, when you are thinking about your strategy, I think that this is the perfect time of year to go back and think about your purpose. Why are you doing what you're doing? Sometimes what I see, particularly with coaches, is that there's this rush to try and get more money through the gate, more money into the bank account. And you end up, I see people ending up building businesses and putting offers out that actually don't sit comfortably with them and their sense of purpose, the thing they actually want to do in the world in that rush to build their bank account. So I want you to sit back and think, well, actually, why am I doing what I'm doing? What's my bigger mission here? What's my bigger vision for myself and for the impact I want to have on the world? And the things that I'm putting together, the things that I'm considering, would they actually help me to do that? And then you want to think, well, how big is that vision? How big is that list of how many people you want to impact? And the truth of the matter is, how many people do you need to reach? And what are the metrics that you're going to be measuring in order for that to happen? So I think that once you've got a very, very strong vision in your mind of where you're going, what your business looks like, the kind of person you have to be, the level of leadership you need to bring to your business in order to make this happen, then it's much easier to start to think, okay, so if that's where I want to be in five years time, what does that look like in three years time? What does that look like in 18 months time? 
what does that look like in a year? What does that look like in six months? What uh, does that look like in three months? What does that look like in one month's time? And actually, when I break this down, when you break this down, what are the repetitive actions that you need to take in order to achieve those goals? So for example, if you have a desire to have 10,000 people on your email list, and you say to yourself, well, I'm going to give myself the entire year to do that. What's going to happen is that you're going to start off with this new year, new energy, a new commitment. But what happens when you take the foot off your off the pedal? Because, you know, we love shiny new things. We don't necessarily love the consistency. What happens is by March, April, you're going to think, well, it's okay because I've got all year. I've got all year for this to happen. June, July rolls around and you're still thinking, well, it's okay because I've got another six or five months. And actually, by the time you come to October, your mission and drive, your your sense of urgency behind that actually isn't going to help you accelerate. It's going to help you. You're going to switch off because you can't see then how you can get that growth. So what I would encourage you to do is set yourself a target for the year and then break it down into Actually, I'm going to introduce you to a book that I've read recently that I really like. So normally I would say break this down into quarterly segments. What are you going to do in Q1? What are you going to do in Q2? And so on throughout the year. But over the Christmas period, I was introduced to this book, which is called The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran. He and Michael Lennington. And the subtitle is Get More Done in 12 Weeks Than Others Do in 12 Months. Now, this is not like the four-hour work week book by, by Tim Ferriss, where this premise isn't that you will just work for 12 weeks in the year. That's not what it's about. But it's about saying if you give yourself a 12-week deadline for a goal that you want to achieve or several goals that you want to achieve, and you think about your business in that 12 weeks, then you and your team are going to know very clearly what we're driving towards and what metrics we're going to hit at the end of that 12-week period. You then give yourself a week off, some time to, in business hours, have some time off, reflect, start doing some planning, do something completely different, go out network, build up that energy and that reserve in yourself again to replenish and re-energize you so that you can then create your next 12-week stint of what you're going to do and what your targets are. And the reason they believe this works is because when we give ourselves that full year, we can kind of say, it's okay, I'll wait till next month. It's okay that it's not happened. I don't have to take responsibility for that yet, or I can get the team to look at it later. But when you say it's 12 weeks, Actually, the time to action something is right now because suddenly every day matters and every week matters. So what this does, it makes your time blocking so much better. It makes your prioritization so much better. So you're going to get better results. Um, I'm really impressed with the ethos behind this. There's a lot of stuff that makes sense here. Now, any of you who listen to entrepreneurs get visible on a regular basis know that I'm a big fan of Jeff Olson's work, his book called The Slight Edge how you break down things into really, really small chunks. And in Jeff Olson's work, he says that it's that thing compounded over a long time. And I do believe it's the small actions that we take that make a difference. But with the 12-week year, you are setting hard, fast targets that you're going to meet. And these will be, because they're not going to be 12-month long targets, they're going to be smaller. They're going to be much easier for you to bite off and chew. So I'm going to really recommend that book to you, The 12-Week Year. The other one that I want to mention to you, which was gifted to me, actually, this is called Fix This Next 
by Mike Michalowicz, who wrote Profit First. He also is author of Clockwork and the Pumpkin Plan, all of which are brilliant books. Mike really does help entrepreneurs work out how to run their businesses and how to run their businesses so that they're profitable. I'm a huge fan of Profit First which is how to make sure that you're looking after your own finances before you are getting all of that profit and spending and spending and spending as many freelancers do, as many entrepreneurs do in that bid to build their business. Actually, we're not then taking enough money for ourselves. And Profit First really shows you how to do that for your business finances and how you can do that for your personal finances too. But in Fix This Next, one of the things that he does mention is that actually he's not telling you that it's profit first. What he's telling you is, yes, that's important. But for some people, what they really need to do is look at their own business and where their business is at. Are they getting it? Are you getting enough leads through the door? Are you well known enough in your field? Is it that you need to scale or is it that you really need to do that lead generation and that list building? And only you can know that. And each business is at a different stage. So he has this hierarchy of needs for business owners, which go from sales. So we need to get cash in the bank first. Then we need to get the profit and the stability in our business. Then we need to create order and stability and efficiency. So that's where your systems and processes come in place. And all of that then sitting behind that, you're then able to have much more impact and create a legacy. And I think many of you listening to this podcast and watching as I deliver this live, you have that sense that you want to have this bigger impact in the world, but you can't have that impact if you're struggling for the cash. You can't have that impact if actually nobody knows about you or if you don't have systems in place. And what I like about his book is that he says, you've got to constantly be looking at the vital need in your business. And when you know that, when you know over the course of 12 months where you want to be, you have that big vision, you have that purpose, but then you break it down into 12 weeks yeah, where you're effectively going to sprint hard and fast after one, maybe two, maybe three at most goals and targets, then you're going to get much better results. And at the end of that period, you can then review, where am I? Have I built my list? Have my Facebook ads? Have I, for example, one of the things we're doing at the moment is we are escalating the business by bringing in more leads through Facebook ads. So I know that the best investment I can make for my business is putting more into ads rather than bringing on a new outsourcer. So I can think, well, if this quarter I achieve that target, then we have extra money to bring some another team member on board. So you've always got to look at the vital need in your business and how you're going to approach it. So again, I think that these two books work very well together. So Fix This Next by Mike McAlevitz and The 12 Week Year by Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. So I hope that that's been useful to you. And what I also want to, to say to you is that when you've got those hard and fast targets that you're going to go after for a 12-week period and then have that rest time, what are you going to do to reward yourself in that rest time? Where are you going to go? What are you going to treat yourself to? So that you are rewarding that sprint behavior. And they talk about this actually as being an, a way that they, they train athletes. A athletes don't look at their 12 months as a training program. They look in these 12-week stints because they're going to get most from themselves. And that's really what both of these books are looking at. How can you get the most from yourself? How can you create the actions and attitudes that are going to get you increased results? And how can you make sure that you are actually tackling the thing in your business that you need the most? 
So lots of people say, oh, I want to hit a really big sales target. But if your audience isn't big enough yet, well, you're probably not going to hit that target until you've done the groundwork. So how can you do that groundwork quickly in order to get the results that you want? So that is it for me for today. I hope you found this interesting. And if you haven't yet done a kind of review of what happened last year, I highly recommend that you spend some time, a good few hours going through your highs, your lows, your lessons, and what that means for what you want to create. What didn't you like in your business? What do you need to ditch to make your business a happier place to be? Because then you will be much more focused. And one of the books I'd really recommend for you, which is actually more personal development than business, is called Your Best Year Yet by Jenny Ditzler. I've done her process numerous times. I always have massive, powerful breakthroughs as a result of doing that book. And it comes highly recommended. So you've got three awesome books to go read. Get them on Audible. You can do it so much quicker. And I would really start thinking about how can you bring energy and consistency to your work so that the strategy that you're putting into place is something you will actually do. It's all very well starting January and saying this is the year it's going to happen. But if you don't put that fire under you yourself, if you don't make that happen, if you don't light that fire, then you will, one, burn out, and two, you will become overwhelmed with the amount that you have to achieve. And I think the combination of the things that I've mentioned today can keep you extremely focused. And I can't wait to hear how your business grows. So keep me posted. Let me know. And I'd love to hear if you're a fan of this show, if you're listening on audio, or maybe if you're watching live, I'd love to know, do you tune in? And if you do, I would love you to share my show with just one person, just one person who needs to hear the message that I share on Entrepreneurs Get Visible. That's it from me. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.